Welcome to the CircleofDocs.com podcast, where we believe it's all about one community to elevate the world of chiropractic. With your host, Dr. Bo Pierce. Hey, what's going on, Circle of Docs family? And today, well, before I introduce our uh, guest speaker, I should say, the man who needs absolutely no introduction, my friend, my mentor, and my uh, partner here with Circle of Docs, Dr. Patrick Gintempo. What's going on, Pat? Everything's going on, Bo. It's like, you know, that's the, the chiropractic life. It's never boring. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, that is the truth. Well, hey, the reason, obviously, that we are going to have you on our podcast here at COD today is because, well, I think today is the actual launch of the next class of philosophy formula. Is that right? Yeah, we, we uh, you know, this is funny. This was kind of like an, I don't want to call it an experiment, but I wasn't sure exactly how the field would, would uh, respond to it. So we put together these, these three free videos that we invite people to come and consume. Um, and we've gotten outrageous like comments back on it, which I'm really heartened about. And it sounds like, you know, pitchy material, but you know, the comments are there. I didn't make them up. If people can go read them, there's thousands of them. And, um, and, uh, then, you know, the course that for the people who want to get into the whole course, uh, you know, that have signed up, which has been chiropractors literally from all over the world. Last class, we had people from Dubai and Hong Kong and, you know, Australia, you know, literally, you know, six continents. And, uh, and it's amazing to watch chiropractors take a journey dedicated to applying philosophy in a practical way to what they're doing in practice and seeing the results fairly immediately. Well, let's talk a little bit about what the philosophy formula is. So for the doctors that don't know what this program is and what it kind of entails, kind of give us the brief, you know, 30 second overview of it. So philosophy formula, and I call it that, is because I, I literally created this sort of algorithm for thinking, the structure for thinking to be able to approach any aspect of what you're doing in your practice or in your life, quite frankly, and have a methodology to process it and to come to certain conclusions. The, the, the thing that most people don't get, and it's kind of um, ironic, especially in chiropractic, because there's so many anti-philosophy people or a faction of anti-philosophy people in the chiropractic profession, what I find is that these people don't know what philosophy is. You're listening to my voice right now, let me say this in no uncertain terms. You have a philosophy. Your practice has a philosophy. Really, the only question is whether you define that philosophy in some type of a conscious or rational or disciplined way or let it accumulate, like Ayn Rand said, like a junk heap in your subconscious. But your philosophy is your brand. Your philosophy is, is your process, your procedures. All of that relates to premises that you hold in your life. And, and then how you apply those premises. And the reason that philosophy is so practical is because when you have contradictions in your basic philosophical premises, the only possible result is destruction. The amount of destruction is relative to the level of the contradiction. So if you can identify contradictions and remove them, that's where your biggest growth opportunities lie. So when you start looking at philosophy and applying it toward your, uh, you know, toward new patients, for example, it can completely transform the new patient experience and, and how many new patients you'll attract into your office, which incidentally is one of the biggest things that we're seeing for people who've come through the, the program is that they're saying that massively have increased the amount of new patients in their office. You your uh, your retention processes, money, finances, how you do your care plans in your practice and recommend them, report of findings, consultation. All this stuff is impacted by your philosophy. And if you start to line these things up in a clear and concise way, it will transform, uh, you'll literally transform your practice in your future. You know, 
I love what you just talked about, but I really want to talk about the formula. You know, it seems like you just said everyone has a philosophy. Everyone has a way that they look at school, life, practice, money, finances, their marriages, etc. But there's an actual formula that you can follow when you're, you know, taking everything into perspective. I remember, you know, as as a person that's gone through the philosophy formula, you say you should walk into your office from the front door and say, you know, what about those what about those magazines on the table? How are we, uh, you know, meeting and greeting new patients? How are we handling every person that we come into? And that you lay out a formula. How did you kind of come up with that formula? It's uh, decades of deep thinking and, and, uh, and practical testing and all that kind of stuff, uh, is I guess what brought me to it. And the formula goes like this. Uh, and it's funny because in, in, in the last week, a part of the course is what we call open office hours where I have live interactions with people that are in the course. And it's kind of an ask me anything session so that they can process the material as they're learning it and get direct feedback. Uh, we do it through Google hangout and, this in a previous open office hours recently, somebody said that he was like in heaven because he he found his seven year old you know uh, child teaching his five year old child the formula. Right. <laughs> so he's starting to see it actually impact his family, which is simply this: the 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 methodology comes from the first three branches of philosophy: metaphysics, your view of the nature of reality; epistemology, your theory of knowledge; and ethics which provides a human being with a code of values and therefore it will be a guide to your actions. And you don't have to remember the words. You don't have to remember the definitions, but, it, but they lead to three questions and this is how you process everything. So the three questions are basically, what do I believe? Meaning what's my premise? And I talk about the power mm-hmm. of premise premises absolutely direct the world. When people have premises that are, that are engaged or, or embraced by a culture, they run enthusiastically in that direction, and it could be very, very positive. It could be very, very negative. Also, um, you know, I mean, I don't want to give uh, you know necessarily shocking examples of this, but if you look in history, and if you're in Nazi Germany, and your premise is uh, the Jews are the reason that the world has problems, that translates into six million Jews being murdered. Right. You understand? That's how bad premises. Can you know can have an effect? So don't ever underestimate the power of premise. And simultaneously, if you have if you're holding premises now, like a lot of people with money, they have contradictions. Rich people are thieves. So how how are you going to get rich if you hold that premise? Mm-hmm. Right? Life isn't fair. Well, then you know what do you think is going to happen to you in your life? So we hold all these premises, most of which come from our mothers, fathers, teachers, and preachers, unconsciously and unwittingly, but yet they're directing our actions every day in our life and our decisions. So that's where it has to get cleaned out. So the first is, what do you believe? And then the next question is, why do you believe it? And that has been a big aha for many, many people because they're sitting there saying, you know, I've always kind of felt this way about, you know, uh, X, Y, Z, about maybe patient care, how much time they should spend with a patient, how much money they should be charging, whatever it might be. And they're like, why do I believe that? When they ask themselves that question, they're like, I don't have a good answer to that question. Mm-hmm. I just adopted it somewhere and I realized that that particular premise is holding me back from the goals that I have. I need to realign my premise. So it's what do I believe? Why do I believe it? And then now once I figured out what I believe and why I believe it, the next thing is to now say, so now what do I do? Mm-hmm. So it's a very simple point. What do I believe? Why do I believe that? And what am I going to do about it? Mm-hmm. So the actual formula itself 
it, and it's kind of, if you don't see it on paper, it's kind of hard. It is, if you, if you can look at it in kind of a formulaic, uh, you know, uh, format, if you can, if you take premise plus, I'm sorry, a premise plus proof, put those in parentheses, so add those two things together, multiply that times action, divide that by contradiction, because contradiction is what's going to take it down, if there is a contradiction, by proportional to the contradiction, and then that's going to equal your outcome. So again, I'm going to say it, just review one more time. Premise plus proof times action divided by contradiction equals outcome. Now, the course isn't just about, like, hey, learn this formula and now just go out and whimsically apply it. As a matter of fact, I, you know, I mentioned the formula. That's what the formula is. But now what we do is walk through each part of your practice step-by-step step over a period of 12 weeks and, and, and apply thinking, conscious you know, processing to what you're doing and you know, with the intention of removing contradiction. But let me say this. Nobody has to sign up for the course. The three free videos deal with the first one, the five P's of prosperity and where the contradictions are that hold the chiropractors back from getting prosperity. The second one is uh, the philosophy of money, which is for many the most earth-shattering because some people have such money contradictions mm -hmm. that prevent them from succeeding after decades of practice. And then the third one is what I call rocket fuel for new patients, how philosophy can be rocket fuel for new patients. Those are completely free. Uh, you know, happy to give away thousands and thousands of chiropractors worldwide have watched them. And at that point, you're going to know if this is a good program for you or not. Love it. I absolutely love it. Well, I'm going to brag on something a little bit for the people that do decide to kind of join and join the tribe, I guess is what you guys call it inside the Facebook group. And to be honest, it's that very first week where we get to sit down and literally look over your shoulder and you show us how you lay out your entire calendar for the day, for the week, for the month. And I'll tell you, I got to be honest, you know, we worked together for quite a while now. I've never seen somebody lay it out that way. And then it actually provided a lot of clarity and a lot of just like, like an, ah, oh, like, oh my God, thank you so much for like allowing me to plug these things into my life and to schedule things. Talk just really briefly about that. I don't want to give away the farm. Yeah, well, you know, I, that that's once you join the the actual course, that's a, that's module one. And the reason that I that I made that module one the first week is I said, here's the last thing I want to make happen. I don't want people to to join a course, pay some money, and then not do it. And I know chiropractors. Listen, you know, I you know I've served tens of thousands of chiropractors on six continents. So I know their behaviors and I know how often they buy stuff and then they don't implement. Right. <laughs> and it's not what I'm, that's not, that's not what I wanted to let happen here. I, 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 you know, consciously I'm just against that. So uh, the first thing I had to teach them to do was to how to create space in their life, how to create space in their calendar to put the course in. Mm -hmm. And you know, you only need to spend a couple hours a week, but you have to find a couple hours a week. Otherwise, you know, people don't get to it. So, um, so I, you know, I, I learned the hard way. You know, when I, at CLA, I was running two multi-million-dollar businesses with you know dozens of employees, traveling 150,000 miles a year. A wife, three young children. I want to stay fit. You know, I don't want to get sick. I don't want to get, you know, uh, deconditioned and all that kind of stuff. And, and, you know, so how did I try to, you know, have a, a, a you know, a legendary romance with my wife, be a good, you know, a, you know, really good parent, 
uh, you know, keep my business growing and, and et cetera, and keep myself healthy. It's not easy. Mm-hmm. So I literally had to orchestrate efficient models of how to run my calendar versus my task list versus processing email and, you know, et cetera, and how to structure all that stuff. I am not by nature a, an organized person. It's not an automatic process for me. So I had to create structure that if I lived in that structure, I would create space in my life to make everything happen. But it's all premise driven. You know what the premise is? And this, if this might be the one thing you're listening to this interview right now, this might be the one thing that literally could change your life just hearing this. And, and I'll tell you, I, I just, as you know, Bo, I was in San Diego not long ago, uh, doing workshops for the entrepreneur organization. And this was their world leadership conference. These are high level entrepreneurs from all over the world coming in. And I did a 90 minute workshop and I, I was shocked. At, at how this one statement profoundly affected that particular audience. Because we're talking about premise, the power of premise, what premises you hold and how it drives behaviors and outcomes. And people are asking me, because one of the big issues for all entrepreneurs, chiropractors especially, how do you balance your life? Mm-hmm. How do you make it all work? You know, I'm a slave to the office. So, you know, I don't get enough to spend enough time with my kids. My wife is angry with me because of et cetera, et cetera. And, of course, you could talk kind of tactically. But, but the theme was, well, if you want to have success – you got to sacrifice, right? right. I got to sacrifice this. I got to sacrifice that. Maybe I got to sacrifice my exercise. I got to sacrifice my time with my kids. That's how you get success. If you hold that premise, you're going to be in pain in some dimension of your life. Mm-hmm. I finally had to shift to the premise that you can have it all. Mm-hmm. If you don't start with that, you'll never, you'll never even have a shot at getting there. I'm not saying it's easy, but I believe you can stay very healthy. You can have an ultra successful career. You can have an amazing relationship. You can be spiritually fulfilled. You can be financially, you know, abundant. Uh, that, that all the, you can have it all. It's just not easy. But the premise makes it possible. If you don't have the premise, then you're not even looking for it. Mm-hmm. So, so anyway, so that's what that whole first module is about that you're talking about is how to just get your morning started. It starts with headspace. So, you know, the, the, the quick review is, you know, you start early in the morning. First thing, do not look at emails. Worst habit in the world is to get up and look at your emails. I, I would, I would like to put my foot through your computer if you do that. So don't, don't get up and look at emails. First thing you do is you do an affirmation, a prayer, a meditation, grateful, you know, have a gratitude meditation as a part of that. Then, you know, once you read that affirmation out loud, then looking at your um, statement of purpose, looking at your objectives for the quarter, and, and, uh, and then at that point, if you got, once you get that all done, looking at your calendar for that day, and then from the calendar, still don't look at emails, seeing what, what, you know, what open spaces you have. Now go to your task list, and I have three task lists. Things to do today, short-term and long-term. And I have short-term, long-term business, short-term, long-term personal for me personally. And what I'm doing is my things to do today should be clear at the, at the beginning of every day. And I'm looking at my short-term list and moving things into the today list. And then, and then you know, because I, and I do that consciously because I can see how much space. Some days I can't put anything in there because my day is fully booked. Or some days I can put things in there because it's not. But I'm tracking all my tasks. And then lastly, um, you know, once I get through all that, if I want, now I can go look at my emails uh, and start there. And that's, that's a, a very quick overview. As you know, we spend like an hour on it in the course, but, but that gives you a sense of kind of how if you launch every one of your days with that habit, you'll be able to process so much more and get so much more done than just kind of reacting to the day by jumping up and hoping that things go well. 
Well, it creates a sense of ease, to be honest with you. You know, I think we we talked about this. Maybe I don't. Need, maybe it was in in the philosophy firm, or maybe it was just me and you talking. But you're saying, you know, but like once you guys, once you just have it set, you know, you can just. It's such an easier task to prioritize, and then just to walk down that that task of every single day. You're not waking up and reacting to what's on an email. You're setting the the, the standard, the pace for your day. Yeah. The, the question is, uh, are you letting the horse take you or are you going to, you going to direct the horse? You know, yeah. yeah. Do you take life where you want it to go? Or does life take you where you want to go, <laughs> where it wants to take you? You know, it's, it's, you want to be in control and proactive in, in your actions. And, and that's what that, that morning ritual, as I call it, that's what it sets up for you. Fantastic. Well, for doctors who are going to opt in and, and to get these three videos, I want to kind of just dive a little bit into how the actual layout of the philosophy formula is. If some, somebody so chooses to take that next step, you know, what are, let's talk about a couple of the modules. I know we just kind of br- brushed over them quickly, but, you know, touch upon, upon each of them, like how, how do they consume the, the information? All right, so it goes like this. Um, first, the first thing we do is uh, we don't even open up registration for the course. We first release the three free you know, videos, the three free modules that we put out there. And just so people can, uh, without any inhibition, not worrying about you know, that there's some um, consequence or what have you to taking the action, just come and look at the videos and see if it starts to resonate with you. And we, and we release those three videos over a course of a week. And then at, you know, when we take them down, we usually have them up for about two weeks total and then we take them down. Um, then at, once we've released the third module, uh, we give an opportunity. The classes are limited. Every single class is sold out, incidentally. And um, we, uh, we limit the size because I have to work personally, you know, through the open office hours with the group. So, uh, so there's, there is a somewhat of a capacity limitation, in how, you know, how many people we can take in the program at a time. And, uh, and basically we release once, once you sign up for the course, now people are wondering how much is the course? It's extremely affordable. It's $975 is a money back guarantee. But again, you don't have to worry about that now. Just go get the free videos. Um, but, uh, but the course itself is, uh, you know, the return on investment, I think is second to none as far as anything you could do right now. And then, um, once you're in the course, then week by week, we release modules like the, you know, just to give you examples, some of them, uh, you know, what you just talked about, um, is, uh, setting up for success gen tempo styles, what we call that first, <laughs> that first one. The second one is called letting go to rise. And, and quite frankly, you know, just to be brash, you know, um, here's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to let you drag all your shit around with you through the 12 weeks of the course. Before we get into the core material, I want you, I want, you know, to, I want everybody to let go of stuff mm-hmm. so they can rise. And so that whole module, which for some people literally with tears in their eyes, they've been able to unload stuff they've been carrying around for a lot of years. And, and what I know, probably one of the most important lessons I've learned in the past three years, here's another one that might change your life if you're listening and taking notes, is that uh, getting to the next level of your life is less about what you need to do and more about what you need to let go of. Mm-hmm. And everybody right now has something they can let go of that will allow them to move forward in their life. So I get deep into that. It's a, it's a, it's a deeply, almost somewhat spiritual, uh, not religious spiritual, but spiritual as far as soulful type of an experience to go through that particular module. Then the next module we say, now it's time to clarify your chiropractic philosophy once and for all. And let me be clear about this. I'm not saying you adopt my philosophy. I'm just giving you the structure. You have to figure out what yours is. 
differences. You might like elements of mine, but it has to be yours. You own it. And we get deep into all the varying premises of chiropractic. I show different points of view, et cetera, but then give a process to conclude on that. And then the next module after that, we talk about being purpose-driven. And my whole point is purpose-driven, not without philosophy. Purpose comes from philosophy. Everybody talks about purpose, 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 but does anybody ask the question, where does purpose come from? It comes from philosophy. So now it's time to clarify purpose. Mm -hmm. And and from there we get into things like new patients and then patient retention and uh, and you know varying other dimensions of practice. And at the end, you know, when we go through module eleven, which we just did with our current class, they were all you know pretty excited about it because um, you know it's about now applying this formula to your whole life, not just to your career. And and they were getting really excited about the changes in their life as a result of being in the course. You know, I, I want to touch upon one thing that I find that's just so awesome in this course that that I think you're the only person that I've ever seen do this, and is you know. After I, I listen to the modules or what have you, and I'm taking notes and stuff, and we'll jump on Skype and we'll talk about it. But you you offer this open office hour thing where anybody that's in, that's enrolled in the tribe literally can jump on and ask you anything. And literally, my mind is like blown away when I when I hear some of these other doctors from around the world. I mean, there's like people in Tokyo at 2 a.m. and Australia at 9 a.m. and they're all conversing and they're asking you literally anything. And a lot of it obviously covers what module we're going over that week. But the, to hear, like you said, almost like a therapy-like session and just their eyes to be opened, it's just, it's, it's just outstanding. Talk to a little bit about the, how, the, how you even thought about doing this open office hour thing. Um, open <laughs> office hours has been a secret weapon, and it is a complete distinction. You know, I've done you know, multiple online courses before and uh, you know, with great success, and we would do uh, webinars and other such things. You know, where we get, we present, and so on. But at this point, and, and the, the response I get is similar to what you just said. Uh, I've had many people say, you know, I've been following you for years. It's the first time I've ever experienced you. And they say it's an exciting way in the trenches with us. I mean, where you're right there with us. Normally, I see you on a stage, you know, in front of thousands of people and, and, you know, maybe on a webinar, but never where it's like you're directly interacting live in real time. Right. And I have to tell you, for me, it's been uh, that, that I, I look forward to those every single time. We do them with three different hours. There's three one-hour slots a week, one in the morning, one in the midday, and one in the afternoon, East Coast time. So for it, it, so at least one of those slots works for somebody somewhere in any time zone in the world. And as you said, I, I have, uh, you know, some of them, they're come, people are up two o'clock in the morning coming to open office hours. It's really cool. So it's, when Google Hangout came out with its technology, where literally we, we could set up a viewing page and have unlimited viewers with a Facebook thread underneath, we can we can only fit ten people inside, but we have dozens and dozens of viewers outside who are real time watching the video feed, who can type in their questions and comments. And when one person's asking the question, thirty people care about the answer. You know, and 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 sometimes they, when they're interacting, saying, "God, I'm so glad I didn't even think of that question. I'm so glad you asked that." And I got to tell you, it's really strange. Sometimes the questions are sort of about philosophy. Sometimes they're, you know, many times they're about just practical practice strategy, which I have an enormous amount of experience with. And sometimes it's about their life, you know, outside. I, I never know. I sit down in front of the camera with the mic in front of my computer to start the open office hours. You never know where it's going to take you. And that, that's why it's kind of fun. It's, it's, it's this unexpected, spontaneous experience. And I think almost anybody in the program would tell you that those by themselves are worth more than the, you know, the whole price of the program. Well, that's what's kind of cool about it, though, because 
you know, when we go through programs as a doctor, as a doc that's in the trench, we're, to be honest, we're kind of saying, this guy is full of it. There's no way that I can translate this into my practice or there's no, yeah, right. He's so full of BS. Like, you know, he is on that guy on the stage. But when you have these open office hours, you're like, okay, tell me how to do it now. You know, like, tell me, give me the step by step. And, you know, when in, in the chiropractic profession, some of the leaders are really, you know, inaccessible. And this just, like, grounds you as a leader and allows you to, like, give a step by step. I remember a couple of people were like, you know, should I change my name in my practice or what should I do? Or, you know, hey, my philosophy is not really congruent with my associate or my CA. How do we bring that together? And you're answering it and it's just like, oh, my God, thank you so much, you know. So, yeah, yeah, and that's, that's awesome. and it's it's really interesting. You know, I never coached before mm-hmm. because, quite frankly, I, I don't like to sell my time by the hour, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's it's too under leveraged. And and if I had a charge for the hour, you know, people couldn't afford to pay me. So, it, it's but in this particular format, it really works, and I really like it. And it's questions like you said. Sometimes it's like you know somebody trying to shape their statement of purpose, and I give them a little bit of you know input on it. And next thing you know, it all falls together for them. Next person's asking about they're having hiring issues or staff issues. They're not compensating right they're not compensating in the varying ways that you that you know you know you should compensate staff and i happen to know a lot about all these things so so uh you know it, it's amazing the questions that come up and i'll tell you it's taught me a lot because i wonder what's in the minds of chiropractors and the things they need to know and hear and uh and it's been really um interesting and rewarding to be able to respond to virtually any type of question or input that they have so that the, the the open office hours are just like like I said it's the most fun I've had in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. You know, besides the open office hours, you guys have a Facebook group. You know, we're on Circle of Docs. People are asking questions, which you respond to literally every single one of them that that somebody comes across on COD. Which so thank you for obviously doing that. And um, you know for. For the doctor or the student or the person that may be kind of contemplating, you know, is this right for me? Is it not right for me? What is your, what's your suggestion? You know, really the easiest way is to watch the free videos. Yeah. And, uh, and, and those free videos are not commercial. It's really solid. A lot of people say, I can't believe you. You're just giving this away. And uh, the answer is, uh, listen, um, if, if this content works for you, then you belong in the program. And if, it's not, if you're not resonating with it, I'm, I'm glad that you know so that you're not coming in the program and you're unhappy. It's, it's like anything else. Not every patient is right for your office, so you attract the right ones. So I think the best way is just to literally watch the free videos, get a sense of it. Um, and, uh, and at that point, if you, you, know, if you say, you know what, there's something here for me. I mean, listen. The, the the courses you know cost less than the price of you know what one new patient brings to the office and I don't know anybody that could from the free videos you're going to probably uh, you know attract dozens of new patients just from the headspace tweak so uh, so uh, I I I think that it's an easy return on investment but ultimately look at those videos and and that's going to tell you if the time investments worth the money investments easy it's the time investment I think that's more important so uh, if, if if you look at those videos and you say I need to get into something like this the other thing you should know though that's really different the once you get into the course is what you said it's not just videos anymore it's also the open office hours and the tribe the philosophy formula community mm-hmm. which is growing quite significantly worldwide and being in that community is a real home for a lot of people who felt kind of alone before fantastic well let me wrap it up by by asking you this one question what is your purpose for the philosophy formula and then tell people how they can go and subscribe and get those three videos 
So my purpose for the philosophy formula uh, is probably twofold, but one of them is that I, there's an urgent problem facing the chiropractic profession where philosophy has almost been lost to the chiropractor where it used to be a core driver to chiropractic success. So the purpose of, um, of, uh, of the philosophy formula is to make philosophy the number one conversation within the profession again. And when I say philosophy, I mean in my terms, rational philosophy that examines, it radiates consciousness on who we are and what we do as chiropractors. So that, that is why it exists. And ultimately where it's going is uh, I, I envision a future with a, with a cloud-based neural network where chiropractors from all over the world are inputting their philosophy into it and this neural network, which will have some AI, you know, sort of uh, programmed into it, will be able to assimilate all these philosophies from all these chiropractors around the world. And from that, we can kind of have this, this meta philosophy that's based on field input from people who understand philosophy now to be able to create now a, a, a profound known philosophy to the world that's called chiropractic. So, um, so that that's the the far-reaching thing. I see it down the road, you know, some years. But this is the first step to get there. Uh, to get the videos, um, you just simply go to philosophyformula.com. Just spell out philosophyformula.com, and that's where the page is where you can put in your name and email, and then they'll get you instant access to the videos. Fantastic. And I know that those free videos are capped. So if you guys are listening to this, you better get on it because I think it only takes a couple hundred people at a time and then it's closed doors, guys, and you've got to wait another six months or so until it comes through. So, well, hey, Dr. Gentempo, thank you so much for obviously hanging out with us today. Thank you for uh, being with us with Circle of Docs. You mean the absolute world to me as a friend and uh, also as my mentor. So until next time, guys, hey, we're all in this together, all right? Talk to you later. Right on. Thank you so much, Bo, and thank you, everybody, for listening. I appreciate your time.